John Gerica on SAFM. All right, let's try that line to Peter Fabricius again, foreign policy analyst and journalist with the Daily Maverick. Peter, hopefully you can hear me better now. Yeah, I can now. Thanks. There we go. WhatsApp web calls always work the best. Load shedding. <laughs> uh, okay, you, you were saying we don't know where the Guptas are. How can we not know where they no, are? No, I, I don't. And it doesn't seem like a government does unless they are keeping it a really dark secret. You know, we've had this these odd suggestions like that we only just discovered during the course of the extradition uh, proceedings in the UAE that they had taken out citizenship in Vanuatu, of all strange places in the Pacific, Southwest Pacific. In 2018, there's been supposed sightings of them in Switzerland, some suggestions in the Cameroon or the Central African Republic. I don't think anybody really knows. I mean, they could still be in... In, in in Dubai, I guess. Uh, well, uh, seems probably not. Mm. Do we know? Is is there a hundred percent proof, physical evidence that they were arrested in the UAE? I don't think I don't think we have that. You know, I honestly don't think that that was ever really provided. I mean, if you think how unforthcoming the UAE has been, mm. um, I think they said that, but I don't think that um, anybody in the South African government ever sort of clapped eyes on them, you know? Yeah, and we, we've heard of journalists trying to go over there as well, and that's yeah. even been questioned now as well. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, they were quite aggressive about that, I think. All right, so w- let's go through the background here. This this extradition was uh, denied by the UAE. They let, mm-hmm. us, they let us, when I say us South Africa, know after the time to appeal that had expired. Yeah. Certainly, that's the position of the authorities, our authorities. I think the UAE's, I think there's a whole another narrative that's going down on their side. You know, I haven't gone into it in detail, but mm. I'm, I'm, here, I'm hearing that. You know, the, 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 their media is very on side, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're like, well, we told, of course we told them and they ignore it and blah, 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 you know. And they're saying it was South Africa's fault. South Africa's saying it wasn't our fault. Yeah. We've done everything correctly. Yeah. How does this affect our relationship with the UAE? Yeah, that is quite a good question. I mean, it's uh, not not good um, for the relations. Um, although someone told me, and I, I wrote about that, that you know we would sort of ring fence this off, and because the UAE is very important, and and uh, you know, and w- one of the reasons why it's important is that um, it's applied to join BRICS, which is our favourite organisation as a as a country, right. and and that that puts us in a, in quite a difficult. Or, or, um, or let's say kind of ambiguous p- position because on the one hand it gives us a bit of say a clout mm-hmm. leverage because they want to join BRICS we remember we're hosting this BRICS summit we could we could presumably have some say over when, whether or not they join on the other hand South Africa seems to be committed very strongly to BRICS and to expanding BRICS and to you know making it a force in the world and so they might not want to uh, jeopardize the UAE uh, becoming a member so it might be one of those situations where as as we have seen in the past where our foreign policy sort of mm. trumps our sense of justice mm-hmm. you know? uh, tell me you used the word in your article something called a dimash dimache yeah i've never heard of it before what is that yeah i think it's pronounced dimash it's it's a kind of recognized um diplomatic practice where you you, you you call in usually it's it's the foreign minister or senior official in the department of foreign affairs mm-hmm. calling in usually the ambassador of a, of a country to express 
displeasure, dismay, complaint, whatever, rebuke about something that's happened. Now, to be honest with you, no one has said whether this has happened. We've heard it it, 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 it was going to happen. Uh, and and uh, we also heard from the presidential spokesman that it wasn't. So it, I think it probably has or will. But uh, it's it, it's it's been very um, very very uh, sort of much kept under the under under the wraps. You know. So it, it, it's a dressing down of the ambassador to say we're very displeased yeah. with what you have done for us or haven't done for us. Yeah, All right. yeah, that's what it is, and it you know for a range of possible reasons. In this case, it would be essentially what you know what everyone has been saying that say mm. they yeah. fail to keep us informed. Okay, uh, we got a quick call from Mike in Newlands. Plenty to talk about. Mike in Newlands, hi. Yeah, yeah, hi, John. Uh, why do you always keep the best for last? It's a very interesting debate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, 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 yeah, I just want to say that um, though I think the Guptas are very much like him still in Dubai. Mm. Uh, you know, I've just been watching the show called The Gold Mafia, yeah. and it gives you a very, very good indication of just how corrupt uh, the Dubai government really is. And I remember, well, a guy called Justin van Pletten, I looked up his name now, um, he, he bumped into AJ Gupta uh, one day walking through Dubai, and um, he said to him, hey, listen, when are you coming home? Uh, you know, we're looking for you. Uh, we've got a few questions. And uh, and uh, AJ apparently, well, you can watch it on video. It's all there. Somebody told arrested, yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, he said, no, no, that's fine. I'll, I'll be coming home soon. And the next day, this poor guy got arrested by the Dubai authorities which just gives you a pretty damn good idea of just how seriously powerful the Guptas are and how corrupt the Dubai authorities are. And, you know, for me, uh, I have no doubt in my mind that considering they, they walked off with about 49.5 billion rand, apparently, you would think that our useless, corrupt ANC government could afford to send one cadre over there just to make sure they were in jail and sit outside the jail in a car, make sure they didn't go anywhere. But there is absolutely no way, and I would be interested to hear your guest opinion on this, that the ANC wants the Guptas back in South Africa because mm. they would open a can of worms and you can be sure. I mean, I remember, I remember our then Deputy President Ramaphosa getting off the Gupta jet in, in, in t- Tokyo. And there he was getting off this Bombardier 419 million rand jet, quite clearly already even then in bed with the Guptas. So we'll never see the Guptas back in South Africa. And I am quite sure the Dubai authorities are making sure they're very comfortable with all our money. Thanks, John. Mike in Newlands. Peter, I was going to ask that. Uh, is, there political, is, is there real political will to get the Guptas back? Yeah. Look, I think it's a mixed bag, to be honest. I mean, there, I think there really are people in the government who, who do want to. I mean, I think there are people in the government who, who are severely embarrassed by, by the whole Gupta saga and the fact that they're out there and making us look really foolish. And there are probably a lot of people who aren't. You know, it gets down to the whole question of Ramaphosa and his, 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 his real uh, motives and intentions and how seriously he's going. I mean, he's done some things right. He got rid of Zuma, after all. I mean, but maybe that was personal ambition. I don't know. So, yeah, I, 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 I think there is, but whether it's enough to really carry the day is, you know, is, mm. is a really tricky question. Uh, even if they did come here, they could Stalingrad until the, the cars come home. Yeah, We'd, yeah, exactly. That seems to be working quite well. Uh, all right, Peter, let, let's talk about trying to find them. If nobody knows where they are, there's this red notice thing. The red notice arrest request, what was that, Interpol, has that all mm. fallen away and that whole process needs to start again? 
Apparently not entirely. I mean, what certainly needs to happen, though, is, is that, the, that, that you have to know where, which country to issue to. So unless you know where, where they are where yeah. you, or, or you have a fairly strong suspicion that they're in a particular country, then you, you kind of stymied. You know, you, it's, it's not much good. Um, and so, so it's, it's, that precedes, you know, you've got to know first before you get a red notice, not the other way around. As far as I understand it, it's not like a red notice for anywhere. It's it's um, it, it's give us some idea where where you are, where you think they are, and 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 we'll we'll respond accordingly. You know? And of course, it's not an arrest warrant with the Interpol. It's like a polite request to a country to say, right. please, would you mind? You know. Uh, yeah, we, we've seen that working recently as well. It's, it, there have <laughs> yeah. been a, a, a number of there's been a number of these where there. I don't think the one was an extradition. This recent one with uh, with Bester that was an extradition. That was him actually being sent out of the country. It's two different things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's talk about this BRICS situation that that mm. that, 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 that you brought up. Um, they've applied for BRICS: Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa yeah. in there as well. Um, is is South Africa playing diplomacy here? Um, maybe being a little bit careful. I think you sort of touched on that. Being careful yeah. that here's this what what is a very rich nation that wants to be part of of BRICS, and maybe we're kind of South Africa is kind of just sitting back and going, well, okay, we don't really want to hurt their feelings too much, and we believe everything they say, and we'll play we'll play it quietly. Yeah, there's a suggestion of that. You know, there's a bit of there's clearly a bit of tension, I think, between the judicial authorities and foreign affairs. I mean, what uh, you know, as I mentioned just now, there's uh, there's there's from the foreign affairs, there's there's a kind of suggestion that our judicial authorities don't really understand the complexities of the UAE. It consists of seven semi-autonomous Emirates and the Gupta Zone Dubai, and so there's like there's there's kind of tensions within uh, the UAE, uh, let alone between them and us. And, uh, you know, as, as this, someone told me, they have a complex system, which our, our, our authorities, i.e. the judicial authorities, seem not to appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah. And I think that I think that has got quite a lot to do, not only with joining um, uh, uh, BRICS, but more generally, you know, as you were suggesting, making sure that we don't mess up our relationship as they see it with a, a, a country that is is actually becoming more and more important in Africa, not always in a very positive sense. You know, we see we're seeing it it's 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 coming up quite quite often in this discussion about what's happening in Sudan at the moment, you know, because it's it's seen as being in fact on the side of the the lesser of I mean the greater of the two evils of these two generals who are fighting it out in the streets of Khartoum, you know, the guy um, head of the, the Rapid Response Forces, Hemeti, is, 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 um, and it, it's, he's understood to be getting support from the Russians and the UAE, you know. So there's some very dodgy uh, diplomacy mm. involved in, in, in working with the UAE. Uh, let's go back to the brothers. They, mm. the, the, have they got money? Did they take money out of South Africa? Yeah, you're asking me. I would assume so. Right. I mean, where else did it go? You know, I mean, we we don't. I don't. I don't know if that's ever been specifically proven, but uh, it's it seems pretty likely, obvious. You know, right? Like suitcases full of it. You know, I would think. So they they not only got out of South Africa, but they disappeared to the UAE. They didn't get their way back in yet. How do we fix this? Do you think, Peter Fabricius, next time? 
Sure. Yeah, look, I mean, for one thing, we need to we need we needed to move a bit faster on getting the extradition agreement mm. and so on and mutual list, uh, legal assistance agreement with with Dubai. We should have anticipated where you know how how this would pan out. Uh, but I wonder actually whether in the end it's not like all these other diplomatic uh, dilemmas we get into, like Zimbabwe and so on. We just need to be tougher, you know, with right. these people. Diplomacy is a strange thing. Just, just the word being diplomatic means yeah. so many different things, and, and you have to be so polite and careful about what you're doing. You, you, uh, people, I'm sure, will say, "Well, yeah, in America, they're just going and bomb the UAE and say we want our people back." Yeah. <laughs> well, probably not. But, no, but you know, but, it, but you know, even diplomacy. I mean, diplomacy can be tough. It can be tough, you know, even behind the sort of polite exterior. But we tend to make it pretty you know i'm um, except when it comes to one or two particular issues that really work uh you know really get there and see going like palestine and so on and western sahara otherwise we tend to be very very um kid lavish about right. you know diplomacy is this the end of the story do you think that we will ever see the guptas and and this is this is the end of the story this is where it ends it's it's the, there's a three dots at the end of a paragraph you know i thought if, if I had to put my head in the block, I would say that probably is the likely answer. I mean, were they going to try? They're going to do whatever they can. They're going to go for appeals. They're going to look over the world. I mean, they're going to try and get some assistance from Dubai to say, oh, look, if they're not there, uh, you, you, you guys should be able to tell us where they went. I mean, yes. they exited Dubai. And apparently uh, passports. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not very optimistic. You're not optimistic. That's worrying. No. All right. Eunice in Johannesburg. Hi. John, John, uh, look, from the beginning, I had my doubts whether the Guptas will be re uh, extradited. You know, I said that to Stephen some time ago. But however, this is not only limited to the Guptas. Now, I'll give you another example and I'd like Peter to, to, to expand on it. Now, take the Bobrovs, the father and son, Ronald and Darren Bobrov. Mm -hmm. They siphoned off over 100 million rands of road accident fund money, which was for the poor people. It went up to the Supreme Court, and they, they were fugitives from the law. They fled the country, went to Australia, had the nice time, lived the high life. They transferred the money to Israel. The NPA then contacted the Israeli authorities, and a deal was done for the money to be frozen there and sent back to South Africa. However, you know, the Israeli authorities quietly sent a letter to the Department of Justice saying, we don't believe the Bobrovs committed a crime here. Yeah. And if you want to, giving the South African authorities about 14 million rand. I find it very strange that the media in this country have not, uh, have not uh, pounced on that. Now, in my opinion, that is grand theft because that money belongs to victims of the road accident fund. Mm. And everyone's quiet about it. And I'd like Peter to comment on it. And why is the media quiet on that issue? Uh, I see a story from March that they did forfeit 95 million rand to the South African government. Uh, the that was initially. No, it's now frozen. The Israeli authorities have, have taken that money. They've Since offered then. the South African authorities 14 million, something to around 14 million. Right. Initially, a deal was done. And I'd like Peter to... To comment what, on that. What, what, is, what is the comment, Eunice, that, that, that South Africa just struggles to get back criminals that have left the country? Precisely. And in the case of yeah, Israel, he's saying clearly that we don't believe a crime was committed here, making an, making, literally making an ass of our law, right. and then even confiscating the money. 
So why is the media in this country silent on this issue? You know, all whatever theft is theft, whether it's the Guptas or the Bobrovs, we must be equal, you know, in our criticism. And why is the media quiet on this? And I'd like Peter's comment on this. What mm. should be done to the Israeli authorities? All right. Thanks. Uh, in Johannesburg. Peter, I'm going to just, before you say anything, I'm just going to say the media haven't been quiet. Just a quick look on Bobrov case, and you'll see there's plenty of stories about the Bobrovs. But your views? Yeah, look, I mean, I suppose if you, if I suppose it, it's it's received relatively less attention than the Guptas for obvious reasons. The mm. Guptas loom extremely large because of, of their immense crimes against the state and, you know, against the fiscus. Um, yeah, I, I, I really don't know. I mean, I, I think that uh, he makes a point, you know, I think that we, it should have been investigated further and, and maybe that's what we, we should be doing. It's, we may have given it a bit of a pass. I mean, it has been covered, as you said. Yeah. But maybe not sufficient attention applied to, uh, you know, putting some pressure on the Israelis. You know, is it is it the media's job to do that, or is it the prosecuting authorities' job to do that? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's both in a way. I mean, I suppose we should be we should be asking more questions about that. Mm. I, I, I would I would I would go along with it to that extent. Uh, okay, let's wrap it up, Peter. And I'm going to ask the question again. End of the conversation. Are we done? Should we just, ex- as South Africans, the average South African, just expect that something was done wrong and the Guptas won't face their time in courts in the next few years? Yeah, I have that horrible suspicion. I mean, that um, they're going to keep they're going to keep moving. I mean. Look, I, I think that the, the authorities should just keep should should not give up on yeah. on them if, if that's what you're asking because I mean they, what they did was 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 beyond outrageous. But whether we will ever finally uh, track them down, um, I have my doubts. Peter Fabricius, thank you very much, foreign policy analyst and journalist from the Daily Maverick. Are the Guptas in Vanuatu right now? I, 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 amazingly. Um, I think I saw an advert on on one of the social medias that I can get a Vanuatu passport quite easily. All I have to do is click this button now and give them all my details. I didn't follow it, but maybe if the Guptas, so yeah, you put a is there is there a financial reward for identifying where the Guptas are, leading to their arrest? I mean, that always works. And we've got a voice note or two to play. I don't think we do. Um, it says, we've got an SMS coming in, that the Bobrovs were framed by Discovery Health and as Ronald Bobrov was exposing Discovery's corruption. Uh, if they were framed, why did they give 45 million bucks back to the South African government at one point? And uh, sorry, there was a message that came in a little late for Lily Somner uh, about the Africa Free Trade Agreement. Um, uh, how practical will it be to be rolled out? And plenty of these leaders talk high in language and lose the ordinary South African business community and especially SMMEs. Uh, what about intellectual property, asked Sean Nero. I think she did answer some of those questions. But yeah, 